listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey, Wowzers, it's Sunday afternoon, and I just, what I do on Sunday afternoons is uh, answer questions in my own mind, and one of the questions that's come up, and I just want to take a few minutes because this kind of got my panties in a wad, if you know what I mean. I really got upset about this, and I'll explain why. I got a question not long ago about uh, somebody had written in and asked, well, what about CBD oil and hot flashes in menopause? And this has become such a hot topic and it's become something that when you actually go on Google and look at the most frequent searches, CBD is right at the top. It really is becoming a real favorite of the marketers and quite honestly, the scam artists. Like anything that all of a sudden gains attention, it uh, has become really one of those things that you've got to be careful about. And this is what got my dander up. I didn't have a great answer for right off the bat because I haven't seen a lot of literature on that. And there's a reason for it because it's not there. It's just not out there right now. So I I was not going to just go on my own cognizance. I was going to actually do the research. So I started doing the research and Googled it and went on all my clinical medical sites. And when I Googled it, I mean, I didn't just go CBD oil. I didn't just go CBD oil for menopause. I was looking for clinical studies looking at the use of CBD oil and hot flashes or menopausal symptoms. And there were 14.8 million hits. All right, so obviously probably about 14.799999999 were not going to be appropriate and applicable. But I figured there'd be some there. The first four pages, four, unos, dos, tres, cuatro, the first four pages on Google search about CBD oil and menopause, and these were, this wasn't just CBD and menopause, this was clinical empirical studies for CBD. The first four pages were nothing but advertisers, nothing but sites selling CBD oil. So if you're actually looking for that, if you're somebody in the lay public saying, I want to find out about CBD oil. All you're getting is basically ads. Now, they don't say they're ads. In fact, the first four or five are ads. But if you look at every single site on there that's talking about it, it's a site that's selling the dad burn CBD oil. And I'm sorry, you can't trust those things. Because I looked at about the first seven or eight, and I looked, actually went through their information And none of them, none of them showed any clinical studies to support what they were saying. They would say, oh yeah, it'll help with hot flashes, it'll help with menopause. But they didn't give anything to support that because it doesn't exist. If you go to a study on the the government puts out on clinical studies, there actually are several clinical studies that are ongoing looking at CBD oil and the use for menopause and menopause symptoms, hot flashes in particular. So they're ongoing studies, but we're not going to have data. We're not going to have information from those things 
probably for years before this gets published and gets actually scrutinized. So if you spend, if, if you're going on Google thinking, ah, oh, I've got these terrible hot flashes, well, let me just see if this CBD oil that's you know, for treating everything these days can deal hot flashes. You would think that it would be a perfect solution for your menopause symptoms based on what you're seeing on the internet. Garbage! No, no, no! Now, can CBD oil help certain things? Yes, there are clinical studies that look at things like childhood epilepsy. So if you're listening to this and you have childhood epilepsy, you might be benefited. Yes, there are some studies that suggest it may reduce anxiety. So if you have bad anxiety and you're willing to risk taking the chance that this might help instead of other things that have been long proven, go ahead. Now, it may help sleep and it may help chronic pain. Those are the categories that so far have been shown medically. Nothing, nothing having to do with menopause has been clinically proven. Now, given that, there are a lot of symptoms that menopause causes, such as problems sleeping and anxiety. So would using the CBD help in that respect? Well, possibly it would, but not hot flashes. So I just, that just got my goat. I'm gonna, that's my, my soapbox for any of you who probably have watched several of these things. You know how really upset I get when I start seeing all this garbage out there substituting for really the quality science, the empirical science. Now, I'm the first guy, I'm the first to support alternative approaches, non-prescription, natural approaches. I'm all for it. I've been all for it for 30 years. But it's got to be held to the same standards as other treatment protocols. I mean, come on, you don't want me up here talking about something that I read off the back of a cereal box, or you don't want me to go, well, you know, Aunt Sally, you used a, a, a squirrel earwax on her hemorrhoids and she got a lot better. So go out and get you some squirrel earwax and slap it on the old roids and let's see if you don't want me doing that. I'm going to be talking about things on this site that are scientifically valid, clinically based, that have some support. And there's plenty of support out there for a lot of natural and alternative approaches. For example, if you're thinking about trying to get rid of hot flashes but avoid using prescription medicines, quick review, go backwards and go back to some of the other videos we've done, quick review. If you're looking for ways of knocking out hot flashes, there's prescription medicines, there's uh, prescription medicines that are not hormones, there are natural, there are bioidentical hormones, and then there's this category called nutraceuticals. And those are all the uh, well, so-called natural substances, and I don't even know what that means. Nobody knows what that means. I hate using that term, but everybody uses it, so I gotta, gotta somehow put that in there. The beer companies love it. They, they, they call everything natural or light, so people think that what they're getting is natural. I mean, yeah, beer's from yeast, okay, but is that really natural? Natural, light, whatever. Anyway, getting back to the discussion, there are some alternative approaches, non-hormone approaches. For example, avoid triggers. Number one, avoid triggers. There are some things we know trigger hot flashes. Things like stress, that's number one. Stress, I mean, you put somebody who's having mild hot flashes in a stressful situation, they will flush hard enough to light up New York. 
I'm not kidding you. That's number one. Other things can do it for some people. Caffeine, red wine, spicy foods. Identify what those are, those triggers are for you and avoid them. Not that difficult. Um, some other ways of, of, of getting rid of uh, hot flashes naturally. Uh, exercise. <laughs> Imagine that, me talking about exercise. Yeah, but it's true. Exercise in every study has shown to reduce hot flashes in virtually everyone who utilizes them. Uh, phytoestrogens. You've heard me talk about these plant-like substances that are not estrogens, but they're plant-like substances that act and weakly bind estrogen. Things like uh, some branded products like Estrovin or Promensal that have these phytoestrogens based on red clover or soy. Increasing soy products. We know the studies are there. I'm not even going to mention stuff unless the studies are there. There's actually a couple of interesting studies on acupuncture and relief. They've actually done placebo controlled where they've done sham acupuncture. How'd you love? Wouldn't it be great to be in a study where you're getting poked with needles knowing they're putting them in the wrong area? Well, they've done these studies called sham acupuncture studies, and they've shown that if you do the real acupuncture sites, you can reduce hot flashes. So it does work for some individuals. Vitamin E, I've used that for years. D-alpha or mixed alpha tocopherols, about 800 units of vitamin E a day. Black cohosh used to be the number one prescription medicine in Germany back in the 40s and 50s for menopause symptoms. Black cohosh has been shown study after study to help in a percentage of women with hot flashes. The science is here. The point is we have the science to back this up. We don't have that with CBD in the relationship to menopause. Now, five years from now, it may be there. I don't know. I'm not doing the studies, but I'm telling you right now, we don't have any evidence that it's helpful in that particular respect. Uh, evening primrose oil, borage seed oil. Yes, we have the data that shows in some people that might help. So the point is just be a critical consumer. Don't waste your time, your money, and unfortunately, sometimes your health. Now, luckily with a lot of these over-the-counter products, unless you really misuse them, you're not going to put yourself at any danger. However, you can overdo it. People, especially now, uh, things like vitamin D, people really got on the bandwagon of taking vitamin D, and rightly so, because a lot of folks are deficient in, in vitamin D, but it's a fat-soluble vitamin. A, D, E, and K are the fats. So what does that mean? Who cares? If you get too much, you don't just pee it out like you do vitamin C. I mean, if you, if you take like 10 vitamin C tablets a day to try to ward off a cold, well, you're just going to basically have very vitamin C-laden urine because that's where it goes. You can only absorb so much. But with A, D, E, and K, that stays around in your fat cells. So those of you who are taking these massive doses of vitamin D, you got to be careful. You got to do that under the auspices of your healthcare provider because you can do too much. And the same with vitamin E for menopause. You can do too much. So these things aren't completely benign. You've got to be a critical consumer. You've got to do your homework. You've got to research whether or not, A, if you're going to use a natural substance like CBD, what, is, what does the research say? Where are you getting your information? If you're getting your information off a site that's trying to sell you an $80 little bottle of, you know, an $80 bottle of this isn't CBD, by the way, this is a, uh, essential oil. 
but that's about what you get for 80 or 90 bucks. This stuff ain't cheap. So you've got to do your homework. Why waste money just throwing it away on something that you have no clue as to whether or not it's going to be effective. It's going to be doing what it's claiming to do. And if you do your homework, you can usually come up with a pretty good idea. As I mentioned in another video, if a company is producing something and they're proud of the clinical results, or they even have some clinical results, which I doubt in many instances, they're going to scream it from the rooftops because that's going to distinguish their stuff from other things. So it's not going to be hard to find. All right. So that's my rant. I just had to get it out. It's been one of those afternoons and I just kept seeing time and time again that this was an issue. And I know it's a common issue when people are looking at natural and alternative approaches. You know, you've got to be a critical consumer. You've got to do your homework. Don't waste your time and money and don't challenge your health because you're making a dumb decision based on information that's really uh, not vetted. Okay, whew, I'm going to sit back and take a breath now. Now that I've got that out of my system, I can relax a little bit. Let me say one last thing. We had a great open house on the Mona Lisa Touch Laser last Thursday. I know a lot of you were there. Some of you couldn't make it, wanted to be there. What I'm going to do, because I, I love my Wowzers, I love this community. It's really proven to be a great bunch of folks. If you are considering the Mona Lisa laser, in the next week, I know a lot of you couldn't come because of the timing and everything, but if you would like to have that procedure or you want to get additional information, call Debbie at our office, 706-733-4427, and tell her that you uh, want the Facebook, the Wow Facebook discount and we're going to knock two hundred dollars off that procedure for those just this week though just because of the open house and just for this upcoming week this is the uh this is the 15th of september so if you see this later and it's past that 22nd or something we're not going to be able to do that so this week if you want that procedure call talk to debbie and tell her you want the wow discount that's all i got for this afternoon remember make intelligent and healthy choices. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at reaker at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.